Welcome to the BRB Podcast, where we highlight different better-known businesses and nonprofits. All right, everybody, Justin here with the BRB Podcast, where I got another amazing veteran who's got a lot of stuff to offer to others, so I'm super excited to have her on. So coming out of Texas... I've got Jen on with Jamoy. Cre- Am I saying this right? Jamoy Creative. You are. Yep. Okay. Good. Hey. Well. Hey. It's good to have you on. So, if you could please tell us a bit about yourself, and um, if you wouldn't mind diving into um, your military history a bit. Yeah. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. Um, so, I am a military veteran and spouse, and also a Navy brat. The military has kind of been my life um, for thirty some years. Um, I joined the military when I was in college. I did the ROTC program and that's actually where I met my husband. That's a whole nother side story Uh of how we weren't supposed to be dating, but whatever. Um, (laughs) we probably need to hear that one. (laughs) Yeah. So I was always the kid that was growing up. Like, I'm never doing this. I'm never joining the military. Like, this is not for me. I don't want this life. And then I got basically suckered by a recruiter at the ROTC program. And he sent me to this really cool, like summer camp, essentially. It was like 30 days, go play army, go like do all the army things, go to the range, go to the gas chamber, go like repelling, like all the cool HUA stuff that everybody actually wants to do. You go do that for 30 days. And then you come back and decide if you're going to sign the contract. And it's all expenses played. Um, It was really cool. It was fun. And I was like, I could do this like yeah this is <laughs> this is fun yeah and then i signed the contract and i'm like what did i get myself into <laughs> <laughs> um so graduated from rotc in college and i became an mp because mm-hmm. the um one of the instructors there was an mp and he was just the coolest dude ever and it was like i want to be like him i want to do what he does that sounds awesome okay uh, so I became an MP. I went through school. It took me a year to get to school because I was in the reserves. Okay. So reservists don't get school slots the same way that everybody else does. What's up? Oh, no, go ahead. You were talking. So you did join Army, right? I was just wondering. I did. Sure I'm yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, good. Okay. Yep. So I'll make sure. <laughs> um, so I went to school, got all of that done. Um, I got to go to Fort Lost in the Woods, which everybody loves. Um <laughs> And then I did basically six years of reserve time. I never had the opportunity to deploy, but I did get the opportunity to lead soldiers. And that was amazing. Um, Got the opportunity to ruffle some commander's feathers because they didn't like having a woman in charge, which was super fun. That's horrible. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, Actually, I got to meet some really cool soldiers that uh, the unit I took over was just a hot mess, honestly. Uh And they were like, we have all these admin problems and all these people that are just dropping out and your, your numbers are crap. And I was like, no, I can fix this. And so mm-hmm. I basically spent two years fixing that unit and then we got transferred. So went to a different unit that got decommissioned. I don't think that's the right word. I think that's a Navy term, but the unit is no more. And right. <laughs> so when that happened, it was kind of right around my contract date. And I'm like, yeah, this seems like I could be done. Like, yeah. And so I just kind of bowed out. And now I'm, I'm technically in the IRR because I haven't resigned my commission. But 
I basically just okay. say I'm out at this point. Okay, okay. If there is a draft, though, I might be screwed since that's on the horizon. Oh, yeah, there's a little bit of activity going on. Um, so what is your, what does your husband do? Is he, is he full time? Yep. He's active duty. We are okay. just a couple years out from retirement, which is amazing. Good. Um, I never thought I'd look forward to settling down, but I'm so ready. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. You're gonna like, it's weird because you'll go through little things where you like miss it sometimes. Like I'm like, yeah. I'm done moving. I just want to get some roots. And then there's times where I'm just like, man, it'd be nice to just, you know, Go through right. all the stress again for all yeah. time's sake. Yeah. Like, so, uh, yeah. this place is kind of boring. Let's go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm sure that's going to happen because it happened to my mom. My mom was mm. like, um, we've been here for 16 years. It's time to move. Yeah. Like, after my dad retired and uh, my dad was like, no, I'll be dying in this house. This is where we're staying. <laughs> <laughs> so let's hear the story with you and the hubby. Let's get it out there. <laughs> <laughs> so he was technically, I think, two years ahead of me. Okay. He graduated when I was a junior. Um, and he, through a series of unfortunate events that were also a little bit fate-like, ended up being stuck back from going to LDAC, which is the the summer course that we have to go through in ROTC to decide kind of which branch you're going to go through and whether or not you're going to be active or reserve and kind of put your ranking among the other officers that are training. Right. So he had gotten held back from that for two years because he got hurt a couple of times and timing wasn't right. And blah, blah, blah. And so we had kind of like, Hey, I know you, Hey, I see you around. Hey, you're a cool guy kind of thing. But as he was essentially fully graduated and he was going to be working and like a leadership position, continuing to help train while he waited to go to LDAC. Yeah. We kind of hit it off and had a first date that neither one of us was really sure was a first date, but yeah. <laughs> it was looking back. Um, and it kind of just went from there, but anytime we were like in uniform and in the same place, we had to, you know, hands off. I, Hey, Hi, sir. I know you. Okay, moving on. Yeah. Um, so once I graduated, everything was fine. But during that last like year, it was a little. Oh yeah, yeah. No, we're uh, we're not. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. What? <laughs> what? Changing the subject. <laughs> <laughs> but Aww. I mean, we've been married for twelve years now, and or almost twelve years now, and. I think everybody that kind of knew us back then was like, it's about time. Like, hurry up and get married already. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Well, that's yeah. pretty good. 12 years in, that's awesome. Yeah. And he's yeah. been, he was, um, he's a few years older than me. So he actually did enlisted time before he went officer. And so that's why we're so close to retirement. Mm. Uh, but yeah, he's, he was field artillery and now he's simulations and, this is the closest we've been to home in 12 years. We just got back from Germany. So we've been right having on. a fun ride. Right on. Where were we at in Germany? We were in Grafenvier. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Right on. Over by yeah. the Czech Republic real close to there. Yeah. 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 Right on. Yeah. I was that your first time overseas? I had lived in Italy when my dad was in the Navy. So we lived okay. there for three years and then we got the opportunity to go to Germany. And I was like, listen, we have to go because my husband yeah. had never been like, overseas he'd never been yeah. to mexico like he was very much an american that lived on american soil and so <laughs> yeah it was a whole experience but looking back on it we wouldn't trade it for the world oh, even yeah. though we you know did get to move in the middle of 
the pandemic. That was super fun. Oh, I know. I've heard so many horror stories. Yeah, my other friends, uh, they went over to Germany. They were so excited. During 2020, everything was locked down, and they were only over there for a year. Oh, so gosh. They barely got to – they were in Germany, but they weren't, like, in But they in weren't Germany, in you know? Germany, yeah. I was like, oh, that sucks. And they had their kids, too. It's like, oh, that stinks. But, yeah. yeah. No, I, I got lucky with my first base in Italy, and, like, every day I'm like, they're paying me to live here. Like, this is ridiculous. Right? Yeah. And it was, like, before the Google Maps, so – we would like literally throw a dart at a map and just drive. And it yeah. was, it was just amazing. Best. So yeah, all over Europe. So yeah, we Anyways, did, so, like yeah. a ton of trips. We basically, we just got back in July. So it's only been oh. what, not even six months yet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But this past like eight months, we were going on a trip every single month. Like what can we do to oh, like yeah. go see what can we take advantage of? Like yeah. all of these different things. And, so we we squeezed three years of travel into about a year and a half. Right but on. I'm good with it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That is awesome. That is way cool. Um, all right. So you did six years. You got out. Mm-hmm. What um what did you do and how was your transitioning out? Like I know his reserves a little bit different, but still you're taking off the uniform. How was it transitioning out and getting back as a quote civilian? It was a little weird not having to go to drill every month. Like mm-hmm. having that, that weekend back was a little weird. Um, but honestly, there's not a ton of, with my unit going away and me not transitioning to another unit, there wasn't like any support. There wasn't oh, okay. a, okay, you're done. Here's what you need to do to go back to being a full-time civilian or whatever. Um, it was just like, okay, you're done. Like, mm. I honestly, I still have gear that I've had, yeah. that I've been lugging around <laughs> since, since I got out. But I'm like, what do you want me to do with this? Because they didn't have a supply room to give it back to. Oh, the weird. supply room was yeah. gone. They're like, what are we going to do with it? The unit is going away. So yeah. I have this gear that since I'm technically in the IRR, I'm supposed to hold on to, but somebody's got to be missing that on their book somewhere. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they're listening to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, we got it. We're going to come yeah. get that. We'll be blanket. Yeah. Well, they have to get it back from my cat because my cat has decided that oh, the Whoopi is the greatest thing in the world. That is awesome. But other than that, it was like, okay, and you're done. Yeah. Okay. I mean, every so often I'll get an email from like the area coordinator, the region coordinator that's trying to get people to go back into the reserves and stuff. And I'm like, no, no, I think I'm good. I think I had my, yeah. I had my fun. Yeah. Yeah. And like being just a spouse at this point. Right. Although I will say being a spouse in an FRG and being able to talk army and like explain right. army yeah. from the other side of it, I'm like everybody's go-to. Okay, what what does oh, this acronym really? mean? And when they say this, what does that mean? Or how do I get a hold of this? And I'm like, okay, <laughs> from the soldier's perspective. <laughs> <laughs> So that's been good. Well, right on. So, and you guys are down in El Paso, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And then was that a choice? Like, did you guys want to go there? Yeah, it's the closest yeah. we can get to Arizona. Okay. And all of our families in Arizona. Okay. So, I mean, oh, we could have gone families? to Fort Huachuca. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, His family's cool. up in the Phoenix metro area. My family's in Tucson, and we met at Arizona State. So, oh. Arizona is a thousand percent home for us. Oh, right on. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. That's way cool. If he was MI, we could have gone to Fort Huachuca, but 
he's not. And so yeah. this or NTC was like the closest we were going to get. So we chose this. It's like, with, with like four hours. So that's, I think that's a good distance. Yeah. Where it's not it's like great. somebody's knocking on your door on the weekends every day. I don't know. My dad's <laughs> talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, how did it, so what were you doing like um, career wise at this point when you stepped out? Were you working just like a regular job or did you kind of know what you want to do? Like kind of leading up to what you're doing now was what were you doing? Yeah. So since college, I graduated college in 2010, um, which to say that out loud is just makes me feel so old. Weird, but right? <laughs> <laughs> um, I figured out that I wanted to be a graphic designer in college. I was actually going okay. for a journalism degree and I kind of stumbled into this digital design class that was part okay. of the degree and realized like, this is what I need to be doing. Like I need mm. to be working in the Adobe programs and doing layouts. And like, it's just something that that's where I find my flow. You know, you, you find okay. that thing you right. can do for hours and you don't realize how much time is passed. Yeah. Yeah. Graphic design is that for me. Okay. So when I graduated college, I worked for a print shop for a few years. And then when we got stationed in Fort Campbell, I worked at a marketing agency in Nashville for a few years. Um, and then we moved to Fort Sill, where we were only supposed to be for six months. We ended up staying there for five years. But I found an agency there that was kind of all the stars aligned that it worked out that I could go there. And that followed me for the next nine years. So we wow. stayed at Fort Sill. I had that job the entire time we were there. We moved to Camp Shelby and I was able to take the job with me and work remotely. And we moved to Germany and they let me keep my job, which was no amazing. Kidding. Yeah. Really? So I was working opposite hours, but it was like, I was so ingrained with the company that they were willing to do that versus letting me go. So that was amazing. Um, and I actually started my business in Germany while I was also working for them. Cause hmm. I wanted to see like, is this thing going to work? Like I know who I want to work with. I know what I want to do. I want to make my own rules. I'm kind of work tired of working for somebody else. Right. Is this thing going to work? Yeah. And so I would get up at 4am three times a week do stuff and then go and do my full-time job and then maybe do some stuff after work. And I made that do for 10 months and realized like, yeah, this is going to work. And so actually this is great timing because December 1st is a year of me doing this full-time. Oh, right on. That so, is awesome. Yeah. Good. Good on you. That yeah. is really cool. So how how was it going, like, taking that step to being like, okay, this is going to be my full-time job. I'm making this. Terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, like, saying, there goes the safety net. Like, right. that that's terrifying. But yeah. it has proven to be the absolute right choice ever since. Really? Good job. Yeah. Right yeah. on. So I'm thrilled with the people that I get to work with, and I've blessed to have multiple referrals come my way and people come back for additional projects. And so it's just proven to be the right choice. And I decide how much money I'm going to make, you know, if yeah. I, how many clients I'm going after that month. And if I want to take two weeks off for Christmas, I can take two weeks yep. off for Christmas. No big deal. Cause it's yep. my schedule. And I yep. love that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and really too, with what you're doing, you can really just take it with you too. Like if you guys yeah. are going wherever, so that's and awesome. That's what I did all through the last you know year i would take my computer i worked from paris i worked from copenhagen i worked from croatia like anywhere there was wi-fi i can work and it's amazing go. 
Right on, right on. So tell us, what do you do? Because you've got, I've got your your website pulled up here, and mm-hmm. you do like literally dabbing into just about everything as far as promoting, getting businesses up online, mm-hmm. um, cards, you name it. What yeah. is it? What do you do? <laughs> so I'm kind of a, I'm a little bit of a powerhouse when it comes to the digital marketing space because I've worked at the two agencies and the print shop. And I started in the, Nash- the Nashville agency, I started as a receptionist and I worked my way up to a project manager. Even though I had this graphic design background, they weren't looking for a graphic designer, but they were looking for a project manager. So I've seen both sides of it and I've seen the, and worked the strategy side of it as well as the make it pretty side of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had a huge opportunity to kind of explore all the different realms at the agency I was at that's based in Fort Sill or in Lawton rather. Um, and so I started my business as a graphic design business. I'm just going to do all the pretty things. I'm going to make the booklets and the brochures and the business cards and all of that. Mm-hmm. And it's grown very much into a kind of a mini agency where mm. I'm helping both from the marketing strategy side as well as executing on the design thing. So something I've started to kind of lean into is that I can serve business owners from idea to execution. Let's talk okay. about what you need. Let's talk about what purpose it's going to serve, who you're trying to reach, and then let's get you there. And whether that means we are doing an advertising campaign, whether we're building booklets and brochures and business cards, or we're building a website, whatever that looks like, let's get you there from a digital marketing perspective. And if there's something that I don't do or I can't do or I don't want to do, frankly, I've made contacts in the industry that I can say, hey, I don't do that, but talk to this person. They do. Execute on that thing. I try really yeah. hard not to say do do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's all good. Yeah, it is all good. Yeah, you've got some really clean. Like when I love your website, it's super clean. But yeah, Thank everything you. you're doing. So with like, um, so you do designs of full websites and all that as well. Mm-hmm. Yep, I now do all the- of my my website stuff on um, Wix. Just okay. because that's the platform that I'm most familiar with, and this site's actually built on Wix. My website is built on Wix. Okay. Um, which a lot of people kind of have a bias toward drag and drop builders, but the reality is, is they've come a heck of a long way from where they used to be. Mm -hmm. Um, But I can also help support WordPress sites. Um, I can build on Weebly, but I don't recommend it for anybody ever because it's awful. (laughs) Um, I can build on Squarespace. So I have a lot of, I'm almost like not fluent in code, but dangerous in code. I can write HTML and CSS. I can read PHP and JavaScript. So I can usually figure most things out or I know how to Google really well. (laughs) (laughs) Now, were you self-taught on this or is this something that came from the previous jobs that educated in? Is it? Okay. A little bit of both. A lot of it is Um, self-taught. I'm the kind of person that if there's something that I'm trying to do and it's taking me forever, I'm gonna go find a faster way to do it. Right. Like I'm going to go find a better way to do it because there's got to be a better way. Um, yeah. And once I learn the better way, that's how we're doing it from now on. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of it that's self-taught and a lot of it that has been experience-based. Okay, right on. Yeah, now I see you got cards and, well, you had kind of packaged deals. Can you kind of talk about those with with what you had? Because I, I found that pretty interesting. Yeah. Like as far as like the, well, yeah, you go ahead. Yeah. So like my biggest package is my business stationary package. So like if 
like you as a realtor, if you needed business cards, letterhead, and you wanted some like thank you cards maybe, or you wanted uh, a form or something like that, we can package that into something that's a little bit discounted because the reality of it is, is that a lot of the same elements are going to go across all of those pieces. So why should I charge you for individual pieces when I'm going to be doing the same work? I'd rather knock it all out at once because it's all needs to look the same. So let's knock it all out at once and be done with it. And you save a little bit of money in the process. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. I see. I do you do because my daughter's graduating here soon. Do you do like graduation? Uh, whatever the heck they are like announcement Uh, commencement announcements. Yeah. Yeah. Do you? Yes, I do. All right. Good. Yeah. Well, then we will. It's not necessarily something that like, I think you're the first person that's ever asked for it, but in my mind, like you see that as a, as a commencement announcement, right? I see that as a postcard that needs a design. Basically, And it's just, it's just a difference in how we think and like what you need and how I translate it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Well, I was looking at, yeah, I was looking at something else. I'm like, that seriously looks like a, what was it? Um, yeah, it looked like a little announcement card there. Cause yeah. Like, yeah, you're right. That's all it is. Just a little picture with wording on it. So yeah, right on. Well, then we will be chatting. Okay. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. And, and the other thing too, that I, you probably see it woven throughout my entire website is the idea of like getting past good enough. Because that's one Mm -hmm. of the things that I encountered a lot at the agencies that I was working at is that these people would come to us and they'd say, well, we want this thing and we want it to look great, blah, blah, blah. And there'd come a point where they'd stop and be like, yeah, this is good enough. And that phrase kills me Mm. because I'm like, it's not good enough, though. (laughs) Like, let's get you past good enough because what you see is good enough. Somebody else may look at it and then that becomes the difference between somebody saying, hey, how's your business going? And hey, how's your side gig going? Because yeah. it's you settled for good enough, so obviously you don't care. Good enough is good enough. Right, right. And uh, it kills me. So that right. that's like the bread and butter of what I want to do and who I want to work with. I want to work with these people who are hustling and who are like trying to make it work, doing the same thing I did, and get them past settling. Because yeah. they could be so much more if they just took that extra step. Right. No, and this is why I love like people like you, like that are in business doing this stuff where you actually care, where so many other people are just like, you know, they just have a little drop down click thing that where you just like, all right, whatever, this is, I don't know, just basic stuff. And to see you, I'm getting the feeling that you want to get that passion from the people and actually put it into their product a bit. So that's pretty cool. Right on, right on. That is awesome. The reality is that a lot of people don't necessarily know what they need. Like, oh, I'm starting a business. I need a logo. Okay, but you also need a website. Right. You also need social media. You also need letterhead and business cards and all these other things. And they're like, well, why isn't a logo just good enough? Yeah. A logo doesn't stand alone on itself and market you. <laughs> like, right. Let's right. do all the other things too. Um, and it's just, those are the type of people that tend to be most excited about what I produce for them. They tend to be like, they see the biggest ROI come from it. You know, they're the ones that this kind of stuff actually makes a difference for. Yeah. And I love making a difference yeah, because there's, absolutely. I have so much knowledge that's stuck up in this steel trap of mine. <laughs> like, let me help you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is awesome. So how was that? The, I'm, I'm assuming the hubby's pretty supportive of this whole project. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
He's hoping that one day it'll mean he can just golf every day, but I don't know (laughs) if we're going to get there. (laughs) Well, what's his plan? Sorry, veering off your your business a little bit. What's his his, uh, plan for when he gets out? So he... Golf is his plan. Um, He's actually been a golfer since he was like four. His dad's been a golfer and he had aspirations in in high school of being a pro golfer and it didn't work out. That's fine. Um, So he followed in his grandpa's footsteps and joined the army and it was uh, the right choice for him. But now that we're getting close to retirement, he's actually looking at going into the club fitting industry um oh. being a fitter and potentially hoping to work with like Titleist or Ping or one of the big companies um because he has all the knowledge like his brain works yeah. in that way where he can read the stats and forever know the stats yeah. my brain doesn't work in that way <laughs> uh, <laughs> so huh. he would be really powerful in that kind of position i think he used to sell guns too and like yeah. even to this day he can watch a movie and be like oh that's a whatever and it does this and oh that's not right because that magazine is too long it wouldn't work in that gun and and i'm like okay whatever (laughs) you know i got i got a friend uh a childhood friend who's now like i I guess it'd be an engineer for golf balls with titleist and it's insane because he makes like buku money yeah and all they do is put something on the printer then go out and go Bring it down the golf course for a hot minute. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's crazy. I'm like, I didn't think, you know, I was like, it's a golf ball. But, you know, you got to have the best. Well, apparently, we learned, because he actually reached out to Titleist when we were still in Germany and was like, hey, I'm getting ready to get out of the Army. I'd love to kind of get my feet wet with this, figure out what it actually takes to be a club fitter. Like, is there anybody that can help point me in the right direction? Um, and he was even talking about like, maybe I'll moonlight for a while and, and figure this out. And so he met up with a guy here once we got to Fort Bliss that, um, that's what he does. He's a club fitter. He's a traveling club and he goes to different clubs, like country clubs and sets up like a fitting day or a fitting weekend. And then people can come and try and blah, 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 blah. And there's a whole like, excuse me, commissions process that happens with it, obviously with between the pro shop and the club fitter. Um, but he was like, I didn't realize how much goes into this. Because apparently this guy, like, travels with a full truck of oh, stuff. Yeah. Oh, he's I'm got sure. all different kinds of shafts and different clubs. And he's got the simulation system and da 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 And he's like, so that that changes things a little bit. Because we've got to be able to drive to wherever I'm going. You can't yeah. put all this stuff on a plane. Yeah. So it, it's just been really interesting to kind of watch the evolution from, I'm going to be a club fitter to, like... <laughs> Okay, I'm going to be a club fitter, but we need a bigger truck. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool. That's something that's definitely different. Like, yeah. man, that would be a crazy one. So, And then you can make all the brochures for him. And then I can make all the brochures. <laughs> I keep trying to get into a golf course, and I haven't found one yet. I, like, use his his background. Like, listen, my husband's a golfer. He's a great golfer. He's a scratch golfer. He played on the All-Army golf team for three years. Like, let me help yeah. you because I know some golf stuff and none of the clubs have been yet. I wonder, I wonder maybe maybe keeping an eye on them on who's doing events down there and maybe ping off those people. Like, you know, yeah. be like, hey, I could supply this blah, 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 blah for you guys at yeah. this next event. That's a good idea. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe just something different there. Um, yeah, because I know, I know like a lot of like chamber, well, locally here, like a lot of chamber of conferences and of course, realtor stuff is always. Mm-hmm. Doing little fancy stuff at the golf clubs, and there's yeah. always the stuff out on the tables. So, 
but you could probably go to town with all that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So your stuff printed, is it locally or is it overseas? I prefer to use a company called Primo Print. Okay. Um, they're a vendor that I found while I was working at the agency that has a phenomenal customer service team. And okay. they do a really great job with all of their materials and they back up their materials. If something gets printed wrong, they're like, okay, yep, we'll fix it. No problem. Sweet. Um, they are a US based, but they, I think what they actually do, and I'm not hundred percent sure on this is they partner with like print shops, because if you okay. say, okay, you're in Colorado, your stuff will probably be printed from California. Whereas mm -hmm. if I'm getting something printed for somebody in Massachusetts, their stuff's yeah. probably coming from Vermont. Right. Like, okay. so they have different facilities that they can get stuff to you faster, which I think yeah. is super cool. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Sounds good. Now, do you, or are you thinking about maybe doing like, do you do anything like with apparel or anything else like that? Cause I know a lot of like, when you say like print shops, they're, they're doing the logos on the pens, the, the mm -hmm. bracelets, all that stuff. Is that anything you're going to dive into in the future or you offer? Yeah, so I can support that kind of thing because the reality of it is, is like if you find a printer that does that, which um, one that I've used in the past is called Four Over. They have a huge selection of stuff that you can get your logo printed on. Usually it's just a matter of uploading your logo and they do the rest. Right. So yeah, I can support that. Um, T-shirt design is tough honestly mm -hmm. because you have a very limited space and how it gets printed is very interesting and different oh there's um, so many different techniques yeah. yeah so like i actually do work one of my clients does a lot of um direct to garment t-shirt design so i help them with that but it's not something that i'm excited about necessarily but if a mm -hmm. client needed it yeah i could support it mm -hmm. okay right on yeah so say if I've got someone coming down, like they're having a wedding and they want like mm -hmm. some brochures and stuff like that. What kind of time frame is best for you? Like um, as far as to get everything done, like like a month, a um, couple months, like what, what would be the ideal time frame for somebody? I'd say with like an order of like, say like 300 brochures that they need and whatnot. Yeah, so the the printing of the brochures, I give that to the printer and they handle that. But typically, mm -hmm. you want to plan for about a week and a half, maybe two weeks for printing. Because the print process typically is five to seven days. And then the shipping process, it goes through UPS. So usually three-ish days. So mm -hmm. I say if you give it two weeks, you're going to get your stuff by the time you need it. And you're going to yeah. have time to react if it's wrong, right? Yeah. Um, as far as the design process, there's so many factors that go into it. But a two week plus lead time is fantastic. Because the reality of it is, is like if you and I are talking about you need brochures for a wedding, I'm gonna ask you, what do you want in them? Where's the content coming from? Like if you're gonna have a story about the couple, for example, like are you writing that or am I writing that? Are you gonna give me pictures or is this just full design type of thing? What are the specifications you need? Like, do you want it to be a trifold or a half fold or is it a single sheet? Like. What is it going to look like in the long run? Then I go to town designing it, which that's usually about a week, roughly. Okay. Kind of depends on the, the current design load. And I'm really upfront about my timelines when it comes okay. to having a conversation with the client about that. Um, we go back and forth with revisions, which that can take as long or as short as you need it to, right? Like if you're on the game and you're like, answering my email inside of 10 minutes or something like that, which I do have clients that do that. <laughs> they just sit in their email all day and they're like, oh yes, this looks great. Um, then that's obviously gonna make the revisions process go a lot shorter. 
uh, a lot mm -hmm. less time. If you're taking a long time to give feedback, that's going to make the revisions process go a lot longer. Um, mm -hmm. So that's that's very dependent on the person. Um, but if there is a solid timeline in place, I'm usually being a pest. Hey, yeah. you said you wanted this by this date. We are running out of time. Like I need you to get me revisions before X so I can get you your final copy by Z. Right, right. Um, so like two weeks plus is preferred. Yeah. Um, but if I try really hard to support everybody, you know, and if yeah. somebody came to me and they're like, listen, I need this in a hurry and I'm willing to pay a little bit more for it for a rush fee. Like, all right, great. Let's talk. Mm -hmm. Let's figure out how we're going to make this happen. Yeah. So yeah, right on. Now you had mentioned when you were just talking about um, if you're needing to do the writing or if they provide, mm -hmm. is that something you do? Like you, um, I'm not writing know. websites, <laughs> but right, right. If someone needs, like, let's say you're doing a um, a brochure about your business, mm -hmm. and you mm -hmm. need a headline and an intro and maybe a short little bio, yeah, I can help yeah. you with that. Okay. Being that my first degree was in journalism. I have two degrees. Yeah. I have a journalism degree and a graphic design degree. My first yeah. degree was in journalism. I'm good yeah. at writing. I'm good at editing. I can do that. I'm just not, I don't specialize in that. If yeah. it's like long form website content, I've got a girl. She's great. She's a military spouse. She's got great rates and timelines and turnarounds and all of that. So I can help. But if we're talking long form content, I've got somebody that can do that. Yeah. Okay. Right on. Yeah, because that's that's sometimes hard for me is where I get um that's what sucks with social media too. Sometimes this is like you get that brain <laughs> like just will not uh -huh. function and it's like I know what I want to say, but it's just not coming out whatsoever. Uh -huh. So um that's nice where where maybe you could even just be like, Hey, this is an idea and maybe that'll open up their their yeah. mind a little bit to get things going. And I've even told clients, you know, if you're terrible at writing or you have a hard time like getting things down on paper or in a word document however you want to say it um give me a voice recording like just talk to your phone and tell me what you want it yeah, to say yeah, yeah and i will take that and put it into paragraph form and fill in the gaps and make it sound right yeah. because writing is not something that you're good at like okay that's totally yeah. fine you give me the background because really what it comes down to is they're the sme they're the subject right. matter expert right i don't know all the things about being a realtor or being a landscaper or being a lawyer or whatever, yeah. but you do. Yeah. So just yeah. get that to me in some form and then let me run with it. Right. Okay. That makes sense. That's way cool. No, I like that. Um, well, right on. What else, uh, what's like the most complicated project you've accomplished as far, mm. as, far as your recent business? Hmm. That's a good question. I don't know that I would consider it complicated, but time consuming. Mm -hmm. um, I've done a couple of booklets recently, which booklets and brochures are kind of the same thing. The difference being how many pages it has. Right. So like you think about like a, like a catalog, that's a booklet. Right. Whereas like a trifold is a brochure. Right. So I've done a couple of, of booklets recently. I did one for um, a business broker who was building like an e-guide type of, type of thing. That okay. um, when you've got that much content, you also have to think about, are you printing this or are you distributing it digitally? Because that'll change how things can be designed. Um, where are the pictures coming from? What has to go on what page? Like, are you adding supporting? Like he had this one chapter, I guess you could call it, where he had like a supporting list of stuff that went with it. It's like, okay, well, 
this is five paragraphs of content and that's a supporting list. How am I going to get that to fit on the same page? Yeah. How are we going to get creative here to make this work and make it flow? Um, But honestly, that comes back to the problem solving thing. I love doing projects like that. Like I love figuring it out essentially. And then being like, look what I made. Here's my creation. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's way cool. How hard is it? Like, um, because I'm sure not everybody loves the first design you're putting out there. So is that is that kind of like a hard battle maybe within? I mean, I'm just assuming if somebody doesn't like something that you originally push out at first, is that kind of hard? Like um, mentally, we're like, oh crap, I screwed this up. Like, do you do you stress out at all, or you're like, no, let me just tackle this and really try to figure out what they want. Like, because to me, I'd be like, what? I like just put out an amazing product. Product, yeah. you should love this. You know, and I'd be like, man, I suck. <laughs> <laughs> so I try really hard not to take my work personally in that way, where it's going to destroy me if you say you hate it. Yeah. Um, I also, if it does come down to that, where a client's like, this is just awful, this is not what I wanted, then I did something wrong. You know, mm-hmm. and not that I did something wrong and that I designed wrong. I didn't ask the right questions. I didn't uh-huh. figure out, I didn't get to the heart of what you need because obviously yeah. you have something in your head that you didn't share or I didn't get to. Yeah. So that's, I take that more, I take more responsibility for it than I think some other designers may mm-hmm. like versus taking it personally that you didn't like my art. Yeah. I take it more personally that I didn't do my job. Okay. Uh, but usually that kind of thing is if someone comes back and they're like, listen, I've, I don't, I've never had a client that's been just outright rude and been like, this is awful. You're terrible, whatever. <laughs> I've had a lot of clients that are like, I'm really sorry. I just, I don't like uh, any of yeah. this. Yeah. Then it's just, it becomes a conversation. Okay. You don't like it. That's fine. Let's get yeah. to where you do like, because we're not yeah. settling for good enough here. What do we need to change? Okay. You don't like it. What don't you like about it? Do you not like the colors? Do you not like the fonts? Does it not represent what you wanted it to represent? I, have to start asking open-ended questions, get them thinking. Because a lot of times what I've found is that it's not that they don't like it. Mm-hmm. It's that it didn't match what was in their head and they didn't communicate that. Okay. So have got to get what's in their head out of their head. Yeah. yeah, yeah Usually yeah. the second round, we're back on the right track. Right on, right and on. that happens a lot with logos and like brand identity type of stuff. That's yeah. like the foundation of a business. Oh yeah. Even some of that is well, I had this idea in my head where it was this and this and this and this and this, and it was all on a logo. Like, okay, that's great, but we can't be doing 10 things in a logo because you're not going to be able to see it. Right, so exactly. So bring yeah. it in and go yeah. from there. Yeah. No, and really, excuse me, my dog's in the room here. Um, no, and really, too, with your logo um, is, is you want to, you know, it's hard to think of at the time, too, but something that mm-hmm. you're going to be using across the board and well into the future because there's so many times, like, Seriously, literally yesterday, I just had another business like, hey, we just changed up our name again and new logo and da-da-da. And I'm just like, you guys are doing this like every six months. Like how many people have you been losing because they don't know who the heck you are now? They don't want to find you anymore. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you got that same logo across the board, consistency, you know, pretty much everywhere you go rather than, oh, they Mm -hmm. changed their name up again. They changed their name up again. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. 
a little change, like how Google and Facebook kind of went through a little change. Mm -hmm. Most people didn't even realize Facebook changed their logo, but they did. Oh, yeah. Just very, very little. Yeah. Um, that kind of thing is fine. Mm -hmm. If you want to change, you know, if you go from ABC Creative to ABC Creative Services, that's okay. You're yeah. just adding a yeah. word. Nothing else yeah. is changing. That's fine. But if you're going from ABC Financial to XYZ Financial or XYZ Wealth Management, then hold up. <laughs> you're going to yeah. lose everybody that was over here. Because right. even if you try to explain to them, hey, nothing's changing. We're just changing our name. It's same people, same service, blah, 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 blah. They're going to be like, well, then why did you bother changing your logo? Like, what's right. wrong? What's happening right. behind exactly. the scenes that you know about? Yeah. Did you get bought out? Did you, Yeah, there's tons exactly. of tons of questions. So. Yeah, yeah. Yep, you're exactly right. So, right on. Yeah, just something for for people out there. So you do the full logo, everything. Um, yeah, I can even yeah. help with the name generation part. I actually had a client I did that for. She came to me and she's like, "I want to do this consulting business. Here's who I'm working with. I don't even have a name that I want to use." And mm -hmm. we went through the whole process. Let's figure out name options. Let's figure out. This is the biggest thing. Is your name available on the web? Oh, like, yeah. If you're yeah. ABC Financial, can you buy abcfinancial.com? Mm -hmm. Maybe you can buy abcfinancial.net. That's not a good option, though. Right. So let's adjust. How can we make this work? So I can do everything from name all the way through building it out to where you have a full suite of stuff that you need. Website, digital products, social media, print products, all the things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right on. Now, yeah. where does your name come from? <laughs> um, <laughs> a very big brainstorming session. <laughs> yeah? So I really wanted something that had either Jen or JM, my initials. Um, and that eventually, through a lot of trial and error and looking who else was out there and who else was using something like Jem, um, I also wanted something that kind of communicated the passion that I have for this business. So I was going like Jen and joy or Jen and passion or Jen and something. And so it morphed into Jamoy, which is okay. just smushing those things together. All right. Um, and then the creative obviously just got added okay. onto it. I didn't want it yeah. to be like Jamoy designs or something. Cause I felt like that'd be too pigeonholed because I can do all of the other things. Yeah. You know, okay. not just the designing part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought it was, when I first saw you come across, I thought it was Janoy Creative, but I was like, oh no, there's an M in there. I was like, That's maybe she M, mis yeah. mistyped it and just went with it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fully intentional. Yeah. No, that's good. I love it. I love it. No, there's, there's actually you. a brewery down here called Deuces Wild Brewery, and they had the E and the U backwards when they created the sign, but then they just rolled with it and it's kind of cool because now it's unique and it stands out so i was like oh yeah right on, right on. yeah pretty good yeah yeah huh. so right on no seriously i i love like i i hope so many people use you because i love like the person personable feel especially when you're creating your own brand and you're branching out like you don't like seriously for anybody listening that's starting up a business like you want somebody like this that's really caring about your brand and want to see you successful because there's so many companies that are out there that are just like there to make a quick buck and push you on your mm -hmm. way you know yeah so that's that's awesome what you're doing i love it thank <laughs> you yeah. yeah and i 
knowing who I want to work with, I keep my prices strategically small for that yeah. reason. Yeah. Like I'm, I know if you're just starting a business, you don't have $5,000 to sink into a website, Yeah. right? You, you, that's just not in the cards unless you're got money from somewhere else and kudos to you for that. But most mm -hmm. people don't. So I keep my, my products and everything priced in a very strategic way that makes sense for this type of person and this type of business owner. And I kind of deal in quantity. So yeah, okay. we're doing a lot of things, but you're getting a lot of things for the price of what you would have paid an agency for a website. Right, right. Yeah, right on. No, that's a huge thing to think about when starting up. So good on you for keeping that. That's awesome. Thanks. Seriously, yeah. that's awesome. Well, right on. Um, I think we went through quite a quite a bit here. Is there anything you want to shout out at all or advertise or tell anybody about your services? Yeah. Um, only thing I did want to offer your listeners, if anybody wants to hit me up and schedule their idea to execution consult, which is free, by the way, um, I will offer them 10% off if they mention this podcast. Ooh. So little little incentive there because the reality of it is, is like my website is great. I love my website. I love my portfolio, but let's get on yeah. the phone and talk because yeah. you may not even know what you need. And so ultimately- yeah let's just have a conversation and I offer it free. And even if you don't hire me, that's great. I may have pointed you in the right direction to where you're going to be successful. Boom. You're freaking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, you. you never hear, you'll never hear that out of a, out of a major, like huge business, you know, that's awesome. So, um, no, because I'm going to be hiring you to do my daughter's announcements. If I didn't have asked, I wouldn't have known, with doing just my daughter's graduation announcements. So that'll be awesome. And so literally more stuff in the future too coming from me with um, great. with random stuff. So Jen, where can everybody go and find you at? And I will um, add links below in the comment section of this podcast, but for those just listening, where, um, where can they go? Yep. So I have a website, jamoycreative.com, J-E-M-O-Y. Um, they can find me on Instagram, same thing at jamoycreative and on LinkedIn. And I have a personal, obviously a personal profile and a business profile. So if you search either Jen Montgomery with two N's or Jamoy Creative, you should find me on LinkedIn. So Okay. And no yeah. Facebook. No Facebook. I do that very intentionally. <laughs> I was like, when I pushed you, I was like, God, where is she? Like, <laughs> find you anywhere. I, I kind like, of hate Facebook and it's not supportive for business owners. So like, it's... even though it is very much a search friendly platform, it's not worth my time. It's um yeah, it's if Instagram didn't have the automatic share to Facebook, I wouldn't really be on Facebook too much because well, yeah. I'm not gonna get into all that, but um anyways, yeah. So <laughs> anybody here, <laughs> current business owners out there, anybody that's needing just stuff for like a wedding or an event or whatever, seriously reach out to Jen. You're you're awesome. I'm 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 super excited to have you on. Uh, the VRB because you're a huge asset to help out so many Thank others you. so that's super amazing so um, yeah till next time you have a good one sounds good thank you so much alright I'll see ya